Welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 95. Hey, my friend, thanks for joining us today. Today we're talking with Dave Bush, my mentor and peak performance coach and friend. We're going to talk today about commitment number three, and that's agree to make hard choices. Agree to make hard choices. Everybody lives their life, but do they live their life? Do they live their life that they've decided on and they're intentional about? Or do we live somebody else's life? So so many people live somebody else's life, the life that somebody else has chosen for them. They haven't lived their own life. They're living the life for their parents or for their kids or for their spouse or for their boss or corporation or for their community or for their church. But what if you're gonna what if you're gonna live your life? Agree to make hard choices is commitment number three. Because at some point in our lives, we have to say, I am gonna make the difficult choice. And the good choices and the best choices are very often the hard choices. And so Dave talks us through this commitment number three. Here's my third conversation with Dave Bush. Dave Bush, thank you for joining us today. Uh, This is Wednesday. Wednesday is, they call it hump day, right? (laughs) Because you're on the other side of the week. But Dave, in your business, do you recognize hump day? You know what? Uh, I have not ever gotten into tracking the days just because, you know, uh, I believe that every day is a great day to change your life. And, you know, you can you can change your life on any day as long as it ends in the letter Y, right? So, there you go. There you go. The true motivational speaker right there. You got it. He didn't know what you're signed up for today, Jeff. That's right. But, you know, hump day. I mean, what, what a defeatist thing, right? Man, I got to get through this week so I can live for the weekend. Well, pastors really can't say that because we're busy on the weekends. But today, you're uh, committed. You're only working one day a week this this time, yeah. right? I know, I know. So we're sad. Hump day, we're sad that this this week of luxury and ease is almost over with. Um, the, the commitment number three is agree to make hard choices. Is this kind of a downer? Is this the downer chapter? The this downer is the reality moment? chapter. Oh, <laughs> the reality. It says, uh, you know, you won't live your calling. You won't uh, realize your dreams and change your world unless you accept the fact that you got to agree to make hard choices. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it and it'd be ordinary. So if you mm. really want to go out there and live an extraordinary life, you have to agree to make hard choices. And one of my favorite speakers is Les Brown. And, and he has this great quote. He says, if it's hard, we're going to do it hard. And, uh, <laughs> and sometimes I think that we're, we don't want to make hard choices. They're just they're just too doggone hard, and so that's when we end up crawling into that comfort cave, or we end up crawling back down to the valley of complacency, and we just set up camp, and we camp out there because you know it's we're not going over the waterfall of a of a bad choice or easy choices. We're just hanging out, and that's I think you know what we talked about in the first session is the big danger for pastors is that they can camp out and they will oftentimes be celebrated for eating too much. And, you know, mm. they'll become the the person that people constantly bring 
unhealthy treats to. And they'll never be the change that they maybe want to see in their church with high levels of energy and high levels of people chasing big dreams and goals until they decide to stop doing some of the things that are ordinary and start making some of those hard choices. And, you know, just a very small choice in in a pastor's world is most of the food in, in the fellowship hall or most of the food that's served in church wouldn't scream health uh, no. because it's oftentimes used as a form of fellowship. And then we know that foods, you know, baked goods and things of that nature are things that are comfort foods, right? And that's where people find comfort and it's kind of used as bait for youth group and it's used as strata pizza and soda and pop and all those things. And not that those things are the worst thing in the world. The challenge is that we're oftentimes not offering any other alternatives. So if people are going to eat something, they're going to eat an unhealthy choice. And that's just one area that maybe is agitating the pastors that are listening to this right now because they're thinking, mm. wait a second, I got to change the what food is served in the fellowship hall? Well, yeah. What if that was one change that you decided to make? Maybe one of your callings or one of your calling and your dream is, is that you want to empower your church to become healthier because 74% of Americans are overweight and obese. There's a hundred million people that have pre-diabetes. They don't call it livabetes, Jeff. They call it diabetes. And you have a church that's drowning in financial debt, not the church, but the people, because the average American, 62% of Americans don't have a thousand dollars in their savings account. They're drowning in debt. They got no reserves in their finances. They're physically overweight, out of shape. Most of them wouldn't even qualify to be in the military. And, you know, you're challenging them to go out there and be the hands and feet of Jesus. And they're just trying to survive. They don't have the energy to do much else besides just survive. So maybe one of the extraordinary things that you do in your life is that you start making those healthier choices and you start challenging your leaders in your church to start making healthy choices. And rather than just providing unhealthy options at the back of the fellowship hall or in the Bible study times or any of the times in between transition is that you start offering some healthier options and you start making the hard choices and going against the opposition, which you will be first ridiculed for having healthy food. And then maybe you might be vehemently opposed because that's what happened when you ha- when you go through the stages of innovation or the stages of change. First, you're ridiculed, then you're opposed. And if you make it through those two phases, people will accept it as self-evident and the change will be installed for the future. And so that's just one small, that's not small, that's a major one that may be applicable for those that are listening. And I've talked to, to pastors about this and they don't want to deal with this issue because they have so many other major issues that they're dealing with. But this is just one example of a hard choice that could create an extraordinary outcome or extraordinary result if pastors were willing to challenge the status quo. I think that what's would be good to point out is that as we gather a group of pastors together to together live extraordinary lives— the hard choices we're asking them to make are about their own lives, about their lives. Now, that may be a choice uh, in your leadership, but only, I think, after you've made that personal hard choice where you've started eating healthy food and not ordering out pizza three nights a week to the house. And once you've done that and you've modeled it and 
people come up to you as they now for the second time in three years are coming up to me and saying, Oh, Jeff, you're, you're, you're looking good. You've, you've lost, you've lost weight. I said, yeah, the problem is it's the same weight I lost three years ago. It found its way back and now I've got to lose it all over again, but it's been good. And so then when I say, you know what, uh, let's, let's do this for lunch, you know, with, uh, with my staff or with elders, we're going to have a meeting, we're going to have some food. Hey, let's do this. I've got a little credibility to say that with, but regardless, there is that opposition. There still is because it's cultural. Every time you push against culture, you push against comfort. When you push against people's comfort, they don't like that. It's like a full plane. Nobody really likes a full plane except the airline company and the bottom line people, right? So, Dave, you're going to ask us to make tough choices, and sometimes we have to push against the resistance first from ourselves and then from others. I would just say, you know, if you were to identify uh, one to three choices that you know you need to make, you've just been avoiding the decision because it was hard. And that could be because it's going to create conflict or because it's going to create sacrifice. You're going to have to sacrifice something. You're going to have to invest in something. You're going to have to do something that you don't feel like you want to do. What are the things that are the hard choices that are separating you from your extraordinary? Physically, relationally, vocationally, you you guys know this stuff. We're just bringing it to the table and challenging you to say, make hard choices. Identify some things that you need to change. Don't try to change everything. Don't go in there, as Jeff said, and try to change the entire culture of the church. Start changing you and say, for the next 30 days, I'm going to make the hard choice of walking. 30 minutes or 15 minutes, or I'm going to make the hard choice of cutting out the Mountain Dews or whatever that you know, right? Because everything affects everything. So if oh, wait, you start wait, making- time out, time out, Dave, pastor, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're over 30 and you're still drinking Mountain Dews, dude, ma'am, you've got, you've got some issues here. Let's, let's get rid of this Mountain Dew it's stuff. It's going to get real here. Well, you know, I've, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, and I, and I've had people in ministry and, and pastors that, you know, have, um, they have their creature comforts, right? It's, you know, yeah. I, I like to have my Mountain Dew in the afternoon. It's my pick me up, or I like to have my, um, you know, energy drink or whatever the thing is that you're using that you don't feel is creating extraordinary results in your life. You know, I'm not asking you to cut out something that's bringing you enjoyment and fulfillment and good things to your life. I'm asking you to say, what are the habits? What are the actions that you're currently doing that's robbing you of something extraordinary in your life? Think about that, and let's talk about how that could be something that could break you free from ordinary and comfort and could show you a new peak, and you could get a new view of what's possible in your life because you had the courage to try something new. Okay, Dave. Hey, you're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to be talking about deciding to fail forward on the next episode of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. podcast.